You know, we're kind of getting into that time of year where you, you might start seeing, you know, the geese flying south or, or, or ducks or whatever, uh, you know, and they always have that, that V shape, right? Um, you know, I was, I was walking with a buddy once and, you know, he, he asked, we, we saw one going overhead and, you know, one side of the V was quite a lot longer than the other. And he stopped and asked me, you know, if I knew the reason why that was and so I thought there, there was some scientific reason or, or something uh, you know really smart about it and so I thought of it and couldn't figure it out and so I just said no and he just looked at me and said because there's more on that one side of the V and uh, you know he got me there but you know why do they fly in that V shape you know again I'm not a scientist I, I didn't study you know uh, science uh, in college or anything but what I was reading the other day was you know, there, when, when uh, you know, the, the goose or the duck is flapping its wings, it, it creates this vortex right behind it. And so if you're directly behind it, uh, you're going to get the draft as it goes down. And so it's a lot harder for you to fly. It's a lot harder for you to uh, keep up because uh, that air is forcing you down and it's going to be a strain on you. But if you're to the behind and to the side, you're getting that vortex as it's going up, that, uh, that, that wind rotation. And so uh, you're able to, you know... Uh, float a little bit more. You're not straining as much energy uh, when you do that. And so, um, you know, th- that's why they fly in that V. And then of course, well, you might think about, well, what about that one that's in the lead? You know, he's not getting uh, that, that extra boost of air. But uh, of course, uh, again, if you were to study those, uh, you know, people have studied and watched those flight patterns. They know that, that the, the lead duck will eventually get tired and he'll move towards the back and someone else will take his place and, and keep uh, them in that V shape. And, you know, maybe you remember that movie, The Mighty Ducks, uh, you, The Mighty Ducks movie. You remember they had this special play where they lined up in a V as they were going down the hockey rink and uh, the V protected the person uh, behind them who had the puck and he was able to you know, score the goal. But again, the idea behind this V is that there's this teamwork involved. You know, uh, uh, in Exodus chapter 18, uh, Moses, uh, if you recall here, he just leads the people out of Egypt and, uh, you know, he's the leader here. And so because of that, you know, the people are coming to him, the Bible says, day and night uh, for him to judge the people. Uh, If there was things going on within the camp, it was Moses' job to uh, make a judgment about that. And his father-in-law, Jethro, actually saw that and said, Moses, you are going to get burnt out doing this. You you can't do this. Uh, It's going to be too heavy upon you. And so he advised Moses, you know, take some men who are uh, who are righteous men and place them, you know, under you and have the people go to them if it's a minor issue. But if it's a if it's a major issue, you still take care of that. But, you know, again, delegate those things out. Uh, turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter four. Uh, we're going to look at a passage here. Solomon, again, is going to give us uh, some good advice here as to, again, this teamwork effect. Ecclesiastes chapter four, starting in verse Uh, And maybe you've heard of this term uh, before. Uh, It's uh, used a lot in the business world uh, of synergism. Have you heard of synergism? Uh, Basically, uh, two or more is better than one. And that's what Solomon's going to say here. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, starting in verse 9. Notice he says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm, but how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. 
You notice here Solomon says uh, your work is going to be more productive if you're going to work uh, in twos. Or there's going to be this mutual care given. There, there's warmth offered. There, there's safety. Uh, your safety is increased. You know, they, they've actually done these experiments before. Uh, you know, a, a horse, uh, you know, polling uh, competitions. You know, the first place horse, he pulled 5,000 pounds. The second place horse, he pulled 4,000 pounds. You know, you combine the two, uh, he should be able to pull 9,000 pounds, right? Five plus four. Uh, but what they found was is that horse could pull up to 12,000 pounds, uh, just the two of them, because they had this synergy going uh, again. And the Bible talks about this as well as a great strategy in evangelism. You know, Jesus sent out uh, his disciples two by two. Uh, you know, Paul often traveled with a partner, whether it be Barnabas or, or Silas or Timothy. But you know, the point is that I want to make this evening is that, you know, we are blessed here to have so many you know, hardworking Christians here in this congregation. But of course, there is always work to be done and we always need more workers. And so, you know, let's consider, you know, being part of that V, you know, that V here in Columbia, you know, plug ourselves into the work. Uh, if we're not, you know, suggest where maybe uh, we could uh, do something better. And we just, you know, again, we don't want to just benefit from the, the, the duck or the goose that's in front of us, you know, and we're taking that air, that vortex of air. But we also want to provide some lift of our own. First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, Paul says, you know, we need to always be abounding in the work of the Lord. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, he says, for we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. You and I were created to do good works. And so uh, let's think upon that this week as we, again, go back out uh, to our our homes and our jobs and our school. And when we meet again uh, this Sunday for worship again, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Uh, this evening, as we offer the invitation, uh, again, we'll be singing uh, chapter, or excuse me, uh, hymn 31 in our songbooks. But if we can help you in any way this, this night, uh, if you need the prayers of this congregation, or maybe you're ready to put Christ on in baptism, uh, come forward now as we together stand and sing this song.